Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we're talking about season four, episode one, So Long, Farewell, Auf Wiedersehen, Goodbye. Mary, what happened this week? Steve got into college. He and Brandon decide to spend their last two weeks of summer in a Malibu beach house before they go to California University together. Brenda's leaving the day after tomorrow and Brandon decides at the very last minute to throw her a going away party at Steve's beach house, which isn't actually Steve's. It belongs to a guy named something Fleming who wants Steve's mom to do something with her fame and thought access to his beach house would convince her. Brenda's party turns into a rager and the house is totally trashed. Steve and Celeste definitely don't want to clean, so Brandon decides to get started by himself. But then something Fleming's daughter Jill comes home from New York and thinks he's trying to rob the place and threatens him with Mace. Turns out Steve and Jill go way back and Celeste isn't thrilled about that. Brandon tells Steve to stop flirting with people who aren't his girlfriend and Steve's like, oh shit, you're right. When <laughs> When Jill expresses interest in Brandon while not wearing a shirt, Steve points her in his direction and goes goes for a walk with Celeste. Can that just be the whole episode? <laughs> Apparently, Brenda worked at the Beverly Hills Beach Club all summer. Brandon must have given her his job like that time he did at the Peach Pit. She's also getting back to her roots in a baby doll dress and Doc Martens, but she's getting further back to her roots because she's moving to Minnesota like in the morning, and Kelly and Dylan aren't back from Europe yet. Just kidding. Kelly's here and just in time to say goodbye. She and Dylan had a wonderful time in Europe, by the way. Just kidding. Dylan didn't get into Berkeley and then they broke up, but don't tell anybody. Brenda goes back to Minnesota where her grandma tells her about climate change, cold winter, and so many mosquitoes. Also, Cindy got so nervous before she went to college. Brenda gets sick of her cousin, her roommate, and the other girls on the floor of her dorm asking her a million questions about Beverly Hills. She's extra moody because she isn't sure she made the right decision to move back to Minnesota. Then Brenda and Darla make up or whatever and decide to go to a party, leaving immediately before Dylan calls. Brandon and David couldn't get into the dorms at California University. Brandon's going to live at home and do that thing he did when he ran for class president and extend his room into Brenda's. Those two are going to miss each other so much. David wants Kelly to help him find an apartment that isn't so small and smelly and ugly and depressing. She does. And then she finds a bigger apartment for David, Donna, and Kelly to share. Except Donna's mom won't let her live with both Kelly and David, surprising no one. Andrea ultimately decided not to go to Yale because California University gave her more money and also grandma is sick. For some reason, Andrea decides to go visit Gil at his house to talk about this while he sits outside in his panties. He gives her a whole bunch of shit about how hard he worked to get her into Yale. Then he tells her he only picks on her about her decision because she's an easy target. Later, Andrea goes back to Gil's house, but at least this time he's wearing pants. She gives him a bunch of shit for being so shitty, but then backtracks and apologizes, and I don't know why. All of this to say they hug because Gil is Andrea's friend, and also, he's engaged, by the way. Her name's Maggie. The end. <laughs> 
Okay, but really, like, at the end when he was like, oh, yeah, I'll have Maggie get you an extra plate. And Andrea's like, who's that? Your housekeeper? Yeah. Yeah. On a teacher. <laughs> yeah. On a teacher's salary. <laughs> well, he's um, literally <laughs> never mentioned this woman before. Yeah. yeah he's I like, have, you I didn't know? Sorry. <laughs> um, also, Nat makes tributes to the Walsh twins at the Peach Pit with Laverne's honey pie and a beautiful framed Brandon's shirt. I <laughs> giant shirt that thing took up most of the wall and like when Brandon was like my shirt I was like that's not really his shirt I worked in restaurants that's not his shirt it kind of looked like a triple xl crop top (laughs) (laughs) oh I wish that was Brandon okay every man at the peach pit works in bowling crop tops (laughs) I mean people would talk about it so Right? Like, I don't think I'd be mad about it. Because you know that Jason Priestley would just be like, well, I have to look good. Mm-hmm. And then he so. would, like, unbutton two of the buttons so he can just show his <laughs> little wispy chest hair. It would just have, like, one button buttoned right at the sternum. Mm-hmm. And then everything else would just be like, little babe belly and <laughs> chest hair. Oh, my gosh. Gross. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we start at the peach pit, so this kind of works out. Well, and before we even get to the peach pit... Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new theme song. I am not, I was not prepared for it. I'm still not used to it. I like the B-roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like that they still kept, like, the little bits of people's heads poking out and, like, Brandon in the dream taking his little tiny glasses off. Mm-hmm. Mostly because in that dream, he's taking the glasses off and then, like, hearing his sister's voice. Yep. So just connecting those dots. Uh, one thing we did also keep was the footage of not Dylan surfing for Luke Perry's little section, <laughs> which will always oh, be my favorite. My God. it I'll get used to it. Yeah. I have accepted it and we'll get used to it. Not sure I like it yet. I will say there were some Luke Perry like fresh, you know, little pieces of footage And literally, I wrote my notes, ugh, Luke Perry is so cute. Like, because he just is. That's the, he is. I I had that exact reaction, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Like, it got me to sit and watch the intro, and I don't think I've watched it in several episodes. Same. And I was just watching, and we had Steve in his little hat playing volleyball. We sure did. That that did it for me. I was happy. (laughs) I just, ugh. They're so cute, but they're such dillweeds. I mean, yeah. Like, (laughs) I am so mad at Dylan. He was in this episode for five seconds, and I'm so mad at him. Yeah, he didn't need to go to work that day. (laughs) (laughs) It would have really sucked if he had to get there at, like, 4 a.m. to (laughs) do a five-second, no, operator, I'll try again later. (laughs) Like... Anyway, well, that wraps up (laughs) (laughs) the end. Yep. I did notice, though, in the opening montage that Miller was going to be in this episode, and I got real excited because I was like, wait a minute, we get more Tony Miller? We get the carpenter? (laughs) I know. I was amazed. So good. I also saw, uh, it's her name's Jill, right? Mm -hmm. Robbie Lamort, Robbie Lamort. I don't actually know how to pronounce her name, but- she was on Buffy. Yeah, I had for to look it while. up. 
I had to look it up because I was like, this girl looks familiar, but I didn't know why. And so I saw that she was on Buffy and I was like, oh, Ariel will know. Yeah, no, she was Miss Calendar. She was the computer teacher in season one and she was a techno pagan. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think remember the f- this now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first episode you see her is when Willow is scanning all of the like ancient books in the library so that they could go into the computer for Giles and she accidentally releases a demon into the internet who then catfishes her. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, Miss Calendar has to get her, like, digital AOL uh, coven to help them exercise the demon from the internet. What? Just, here's the demon, just in the internet. Go get it. (laughs) And it's also really funny to me that, like, so this episode aired the day before my third birthday. Hmm. By the way, so I was trying to remember what I did for my third birthday. I have nothing. (laughs) Um, But... So this was 1993. She was on Buffy in like 1997. So she went from Brandon, who was like 18, to Giles, who's like 45. Oh boy! In four years. Wow. Giles was the better choice. Mm-hmm. But she's actually like not anywhere near time to be in this episode yet, because we're still at the peach pit. <laughs> yep, and apparently Brandon still works there. I know. I was just like, why is Brandon not at the beach club? Mm-hmm. I know, because it's summertime, so you'd think, you know, but I guess he just wanted one last go around at the beach. Maybe this was a summer he didn't want to screw Nat over. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know, we mentioned a little bit earlier that I guess he probably just gave Brenda the job at the beach club. Mm-hmm. But, like, Brenda's not good at having a job, so what do you think Laverne at the beach club was? Hmm. Oh. She probably just acted like somebody who's good at people. <laughs> True. I I really hope she acted like a lifeguard. Yeah, like like when was Baywatch? Was that later? I think it was earlier slash around this same time because like, David Hasselhoff was in it and he, I feel like he's really old that's true that's a good point yeah so maybe she was like Baywatch inspired like or like a um like a beach yoga or beach aerobics teacher or something and was I don't know inspired everyone to go on the Atkins diet or something I want to believe that she method acted and just became Brandon for the summer <laughs> Oh my god. Put the quaff every day. Cause what did Brandon ask Brenda if Henry did? Oh if Henry gave her that bonus and she like patted her pocket. Yeah. I'm thinking like, what if he gave her the bonus for being so Brandon? <laughs> what if he forgot she was Brenda? He's <laughs> yeah. like, Brandon. Oh my gosh. Wait. So <laughs> speaking of that. I Nate and I ju- literally just watched the episode of What We Do in the Shadows, where Laszlo was being hunted down by the um, the other vampire because he owed him money, and he becomes Jackie Daytona. I love that episode. And the only difference between him and like Laszlo is the toothpick and blue jeans. <laughs> I love even the part where he's in the like bar and he takes it out and the other vampire is like (gasps) (laughs) you charlatan (laughs) 
So that's what I'm thinking. Like Brenda just did something. Like she, she made quaffed her hair. Yeah, she just quaffed her hair, and then like she flattens it down, and Henry's like, oh, "Brenda, where did you come from?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's like Clark Kent with his glasses all over again, but funnier. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but like I, the more we learned about the Beach Club. Once they get to the beach house, I really wish we had gotten to see a couple of those episodes because Andrea and Donna were the camp counselors. Yeah. What had Don- Donna hadn't really done anything before, right? I don't think so. Yeah. That would have been so cute to see. Oh, and Andrea's got like a serious mom haircut right now. They're like, she's in college now. We can officially show her age. <laughs> we gotta age her up. Yeah. We're gonna slowly bring her up to her 33 year old self. <laughs> I didn't hate the color, though. True. It was cute. True. No, I mean, if you don't pretend that she's 18, it's adorable. Yeah. Like, as a 30-something, perfect. Mm-hmm. But she looked 30-something. Like, there's a scene later where she's, like, walking away from them, and they're like, Andrea, where are you going? Oh, she must be going to Gills or whatever. And I was like, that is a woman. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is an old, older woman. That's a mom right there. Like, yeah, I was... That is, that's a good point. I was watching that, too, and I was like, is Andrea in this scene? <laughs> I can only suspend my disbelief so much. Like, every single scene that was Andrea and Mr. Myers, I was like, no, she's older than him. I know. <laughs> like, like, so crazy. Literally. I do, like... This is a tangent for sure, but I do wonder, like, what was going through the casting director's mind when they were, like, 29, 18, well, at the time, 16. Same difference. Like. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was supposed to be 16 twice. Right. So. No one will notice. It's hard for me to believe that. No, no offense to Gabrielle Carteris whatsoever, but it's just hard for me to believe that there wasn't a 20 ish year old actor that could have also been Andrea oh yeah I mean like to be fair Gabrielle Carteris is Andrea I literally cannot believe anything else but I do know that because I I looked it up I looked up rankings for the seasons and like season four actually ranks pretty high pretty consistently between like just general viewers and then like glamour magazine and imdb and blah 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 but I ended up seeing that this is the season that Andrea gets pregnant. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. <laughs> I mean, I knew. Okay. Yeah, she got I pregnant was... IRL. Yeah. But, like, that makes sense for, like, a 33, 32-year-old to get pregnant. And then they were just like, well, now we have to work at an 18-year-old getting pregnant. It's like, this Oof. wouldn't have happened if you just actually cast closer to the age. Right. Very true. But that literally didn't even happen in this episode. We are still in the peach pit. We are. Because Steve now walks in and apparently it's a scorcher and he immediately wants Brandon to bail on work because that, of course, he does. And he gets into college like a week before college starts. I know. Like literally college is around the corner and Steve is finally off the wait list, which let's all pour one out for Steve. He got in. And I did love the joke where um, Brandon was like, did they give you a master key to college? (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. He holds it up and he's like, very funny, Brandon. And I was like, no, it really was funny. Yeah. They got real laughs out of me today, like a couple times. Same. <laughs> like, I did not expect to like go this hard into this episode, but I was just like, they are crushing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell that they had like a week off and actually got to write an episode. Right. They actually had the time to block it out and put some good jokes in. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, right after this where they decide to go to the beach house and like it takes forever to find the place they're sitting there being like what's the address what's the address no no that's a bouncy nine it's about five (laughs) like all of that like you can tell we're already stretching we've learned definitely it's like we can only have five seconds of dylan but five minutes of is it a nine or a five (laughs) could you imagine if there was a full like 45 seconds of the phone ringing (laughs) okay yeah because that phone rang like five times and i was like are we just we're watching a phone sit there not we gotta make sure we gotta make sure they know brenda isn't coming back to answer it (laughs) i know i feel like you know, I don't know if it was writers or directors or what, but someone was like, no, we have to make it realistic that the operator sat there waiting for them to be like, no, she's not coming to the phone, sir. Mm-hmm. Like one ring, not enough. Two rings, she could still be there. Maybe she's like, you know, eating something real quick. Yeah. Five rings. If the machine hasn't picked it up yet, now I can talk to this person. Right. Which, again, we just jumped to the last scene. <laughs> Trust me, there's a lot that happens in the middle. Because, well, yeah, like, they had this whole thing where they're driving on whatever the name of the street is. I already forgot the address. I don't know fake addresses. No one remembers fake addresses. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, driving down the road. They find the one with all the fives, and it's a house that's been torn down. And then Steve's like, no, 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 these are my nines. They're just bouncy nines. They're which, not complete. Which makes me think. Does he do a nine with the little curl? You know, because if you think about a five, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's like the the nine that's on, like, an actual telephone, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's kind of got the little curve. The homeboy has excellent penmanship, except for the bouncy part. (laughs) Or terrible penmanship. Maybe this is why Steve's been bad at school. Like, he's failed every math class because every five looks like a nine and every nine looks like a five. Oh, poor guy. If only he could have just told his teachers it's a bouncy nine. (laughs) (laughs) But all of this made me realize, like, we're not even close to MapQuest printouts. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? They had to know how to get to Malibu. Then they had to read the map where they're like, oh, you have to go to, you know, sector L5. And then you follow the roads in and then you have the address. Mm -hmm. Because Steve's nines would not matter if you had the map quest printout. So true. But yeah, that I wonder, I'm trying to remember like when that officially came out. I didn't look it up, but I want to say it was like early 2000s, like maybe 2000 or something. I really don't know. Because three? Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know. I think I first used it in like 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't remember. Because I remember when I started driving, my parents had those like giant ass GPSs that you would like stick on your windshield. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, seriously, my dad had a huge – it was, like, a, you know, big TV size thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I started driving, 
he was like, well, this is the perfect excuse for me to get like something nice and fancy and gave me that giant ass GPS thing. Yep. And that's what I used. And it would take so long to sit there and punch in an address. It was like either a Garmin or a TomTom. Oh, it was definitely a Garmin. Yeah. We didn't do TomTom in that family. I remember like a couple of times. Um, so my mom in her car, she always would just leave stuff in her car. She's one of those like receipts, papers, like it'll just, it'll just be all over the car. And not so much anymore, but definitely like back in the day. And I remember um, a lot of times like after a basketball game or something, I would have gotten in the car to go home. And just like step on a bunch of papers, and it was like the map quest instructions to get to whatever high school <laughs> my basketball game was at, or whatever middle school, or whatever it was. And I remember another time when we were trying to go to Cumberland Mall because the malls around us weren't great at the time, and we used MapQuest, but my mom put in the wrong, or maybe I did, who knows? I don't want to throw my mom under the bus, maybe <laughs> I did it wrong, but like somebody put in the wrong address, and we were like nowhere close but we didn't know so we just turned around and went home (laughs) oh my gosh oh that would have been such a letdown you're sitting in the car like I'm gonna go to Bath and Body Works I'm gonna get the like three for 25 body washes Mm -hmm. did not get a successful outfit or a new juniper breeze that day no it was cucumber melon all the way ah see I was a juniper breeze or uh my sister was the what was the one that was like it was like warm vanilla sugar or something like yeah, that. That yeah, that was definitely one. She was all about that, and I was like, ooh, that's too sweet for me. I was cucumber melon until like high school, I think, and then I was between one of the ones at Victoria's Secret. I don't remember what they were called, and then it was called like cool water or something from Bath and Body Works. Good times. Yeah. All discontinued since. Apparently, I smelled like ass. <laughs> At least you didn't smell like axe. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did y'all see the boom mic? No, I missed him. So it it made absolutely no sense for there to be a boom mic in this shot. But it's the, the shot where they finally get to the right beach house when Steve is like, is this nice enough for you, Brandon? And then they walk out onto the back and like right as they're opening the door and walking out and the shot like focuses in, it just like dips in on the right. It's like, there's nobody over there. (laughs) I missed him. Like they definitely ADR'd those lines and then there's a boom mic, like just in case. I hate that I missed him, but I'm glad he was there. He has to be there. <laughs> he has to come to college with us. I'm not ready yeah. to leave him behind. Same. He even showed up in the clip show. Amazing. <laughs> he just knows how to perform. <laughs> but That's yeah, like they have a B for boom mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they finally get to the beach house. And yeah, it's a really nice beach house. And they decide like at the very last minute that they're going to have um, a going away party for Brenda because she leaves like in a couple of days or the next day or something at this point. Um, and we get a Celeste mention. So apparently Celeste and Steve are still dating. I knew that they were. I knew she was still going to be around. Yep. I mean, she is too good for him. Yeah. And like. I, I don't know. I feel like all the other times we've really focused in on relationships like Emily Valentine, Nikki, 
um who else has been like a relationship that's not within the group Brooke um granted these are all like Brandon's <laughs> I was gonna say I can't think of a single other person that's dated outside the group well even Jake I mean granted it was for Melrose Place mm-hmm. and Rick was around and we got a little bit more about their relationship Sorry. who's Rick I remember Reek <laughs> my bad yeah <laughs> So I just find it weird that we virtually know absolutely nothing about Celeste. Like, she's literally just there. Well, because literally, like, at prom, she just stood there. I know. And she's standing there at the beach house or, or something. <laughs> I don't well, even know. She, I, she does have one of my favorite lines later, I oh, will yeah. say. I definitely know which one you're talking about because yeah. I think that might be my quote of the week. Oh, good, because I have a couple of lines that I wrote down that I thought might be your quote of the week as we were going through. Yeah. Because yep, I wrote guesses. Ooh. Me too. Oh, this is my new favorite game that we're going to try and guess what your quote of the week is. I like this game too. This is fun. Yeah, because Brandon wants to throw this party and like basically the next scene we see is everyone showing up for the party, which is how we find out that Don and Andrea were the camp counselors. Then David shows up, and apparently Brandon just hasn't seen him for a while because he's like, hey, man, long time no see. Yeah. But I did love when he's like, yeah, I'm going to go take a swim. And Brandon's like, sure, ocean's right over there. And David's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I loved it, though. Yeah. Brandon Brandon got a couple Fs out of me. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Brenda had Brandon's beach club job. She got the bonus or whatever. Dylan and Kelly are still in Europe, as far as everybody knows. And then you find out that none of the boys got into the dorms, but Kelly and Donna did. Yeah, and then apparently California University has a, like, freshman lottery or something with the dorms. And so, yeah, that thought that was interesting because I feel like more often than not, freshmen are required to live on campus their first year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just interesting that they were not – like, you have, you're forced to, like, go find an alternative living situation, like, for, right out of high school. It's so interesting. Yeah. Well, and obviously, like, they're in L.A., so it's mm-hmm. a bit different. But I was thinking about that because, yeah, everyone that I knew lived on campus freshman year except for one of my friends who was a music major. And so she lived off campus so she could be, like, alone and not have to bother anyone with practicing. But, like, uh, like within a mile of campus, I could probably name five apartment complexes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same in Athens. Like, if you weren't living on campus, apartments were so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- who were y'all's freshman roommates? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Mine was Claire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I should know that. Yeah. Well, my all-time best friends. Shout out to Claire. I don't think she listens, but shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we've discussed how she doesn't listen. Yeah. Just no excuse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because it made me think my freshman year – they had like message boards where you could talk to people and like try and get matched up before being randomly placed. And I ended up with one girl who then decided to live off campus. And so I got kind of randomly placed with someone at the very last minute and she would have somebody over all the time. And I swear to God, they would get drunk every night and sleep through her alarms because she then asked me to start waking her up in the mornings. And then the guy that would stay with her in those horrible lofted Plastic twin beds. Mm-hmm. Stole a bunch of my shit. <gasps> wow. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So I stopped staying in that apartment. And 
my freshman year roommate sucked. But the first girl I was going to roommate was with was in a Smashing Pumpkins music video. Cool. <laughs> I know, right? Like when she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to live with you because I'm going to live off campus. I was like, I understand. You're really cool. <laughs> You're doing bigger and better things. <laughs> well, my freshman year, me and Claire, um, our dorm room caught on fire um, while we were at home on – it was a fur and away game. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was like an electrical fire or something. Oh God. Yeah, I mean it – it like spark, spark, spark a little, little bit, and then went out. Thankfully, but like the smoke, the smell of melted plastic reeked for oh months. Like, <gasps> so yeah. Quick story time. Claire and I were um, in the Red Coat Marching Band, um, which is the marching band at my school, and we, whenever there was an, the only time we could go home during football season was either an away game that we didn't go to or the off weekend. And so it was an away game that the full band didn't go. So we both went home that weekend and um, beautiful fall afternoon, (laughs) bright blue sky. I'm chilling at home with my mom and my mom's dog and my stepdad and watch probably watching the football game. And all of a sudden I get a call from Claire and I'm like, Oh my God, Claire misses me. Like we just saw each other yesterday. (laughs) And um, she's like, hey, so our RA just called me and um, apparently our room's on fire. And I was like, what? (laughs) So we had to take ourselves and our family all the way back to Athens on our off weekend and go clean up all of our stuff, like throw away bedding, like get rid of a bunch of stuff. And um, this was during the fall, but it was like the colder part of fall. And so to get the smell out, we had to keep our windows open because oh. the smell of melted plastic was, it, it was, it's terrible. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. And so it was freezing and I'm a cold natured person. And so I hate the cold. Yeah. Good times. Good, good times. Also, what? we had like a handle of um, vodka up in the top of our closet and, and we were freaking did. out that my mom or uh, Claire at the time, her boyfriend's dad would see it. And I I distinctly remember my mom asking if we got like our little closet. And I was like, yeah, 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 we got, we got, we got that. Claire and I went ahead. We we did that. (laughs) There's nothing in the closet. I've never used that closet. I hate closets. Yeah. uh, That door doesn't even open. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, man. That's insane. Did I tell you ever that my sophomore dorm flooded? No. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Apparently, we went through all of the natural disasters. Cause, yeah, my second year, I moved into a different building because the like first year I was there was brand new freshman dorms. And then after that, I moved somewhere that had an actual kitchen. And I was on like the basement level, the terrace level, whatever you call it. We're at the very end of the hallway. And I like, I was going to class, but I didn't have to go just yet. So I just like went into one of the seating areas and was like reading. And then I just started hearing people like splashing through the hallway and talking. And I was like, splashing's a weird sound to hear inside. <laughs> <laughs> and there were like three inches of water in my entire apartment. It was one of those like big apartments that had four bedrooms. And so I walked in and I was like, what the fuck? And like all of my roommates came out and I was like, our apartment is flooded. Oh, my God. And all four of us were just like, 
I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't either. Yeah, they gave us uh, half a month off on our rent. How and that was it. Generous. <laughs> half of one whole month. Oh, yeah. and then I was late, so I ended up paying a full month. Oh. They were just like, you don't get your discount anymore. Yeah, I don't Bitches. remember. I don't think we got anything for because like it was I mean, it was the outlet. First of all, it was the outlet that caused my television to short, which caused the thing. So I lost a TV out of this thing. Plus who knows what other crap we lost out of it but yeah i don't think we got anything Mm -mm. yeah we didn't get anything and like thankfully again it was a dorm so like everything was lofted yeah so like nothing was on my floor Mm -hmm. but i was just like i can't stay here i know i know crazy well hopefully the kids from west bev are uh gonna have better luck than we will already i think they will because they don't have to live in dorms okay but like we'll get there We'll get there when we get there because we're still at Brenda's party and Tony is there. Mm-hmm. And Tony has apparently been just like doting all over Brenda all summer and trying so hard to get laid. Oh, yeah. He well, good for him for getting a football scholarship. Number no. one. Good job, Tony. But yeah, he like is like looking at Brenda all sad and whatever and he's like talking to david and he's like i don't remember exactly what he said he was like do you know what it's like to be crazy about a girl and you know don't like you'll never i don't know get i'm butchering this yeah it's something like <laughs> you know what it's like to be so crazy about someone and know you'll never get to sleep with them because yeah. then they go immediately to donna just like eating potato chips or something <laughs> no and- she answered the call from kelly's like hello hey hello <laughs> No, it's like it was so per- like she's so adorable and her little dress looked so good on her. But yeah, she's just sitting there being like, "Oh, a piece of cheese? Yes, a piece of cheese? <laughs> yes." And David's like, "Yeah, been there, my man." <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Then who is on the phone? Because this is a good transition. Is that Kelly's on the phone and apparently she's calling from a car, um, and she's close. Um, because then she immediately is at, um, cause I, I wrote down Kelly called Donna and she's home, but in the car. So we don't know where she really is. Oh wait, she's here. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she showed up to the party, figured out where the beach house was presumably somehow. And then we find out that Dylan's still in Europe and he wanted to go to Greece. And then Kelly went to Spain to see her dad. Yeah. And I was just looking at my notes a little before this, cause it's before all the drinking starts is when Jim and Cindy want to go home for the day, for the night. And Brenda's like, oh, well, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay with the guys, spend the night. And Jim goes, how can I burst into your room and beg you to stay if you're not there? Yeah. Like, oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. I'm surprised he even wants her to stay. <laughs> I know. He would just come in and start yelling at her and then be like, oh, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You can't leave. I- I'm sorry. I meant you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they're getting in the van. He's like, no, Brenda, don't don't go. go." (laughs) But, like, they are not even out the front door before Steve goes, who wants a beer? Yeah. Like, all the underage drinking. It's fine. It's college. Steve has, like, the worst time. It's always Mm -hmm. him. 
like when they finished the protest and he was like, who wants to get drunk? And Miss Teasley was like, I'm right here. Yeah. She's like, not funny, Stephen. <laughs> right here. You have a final at 1 p.m. Yep. But yeah, so, yeah. Kelly shows up. Everyone is drinking all night, trashing the house, throwing stuff around. Because when Kelly first shows up, all I remember of that scene is that Steve comes down with Celeste and is just in like open robe. And I was like, hey, Steve. I know. And like Kelly wants to go outside to talk because it's too loud. And Steve's like, so Celeste upstairs. And she's like, no, (laughs) we're going to go talk to our friends. (laughs) I know. I love that. He's like, hey, Kelly, back upstairs. Yeah. (laughs) This way? Come on. No, no. Uh, yeah, but that is when we found out that she got to spend some time with her dad, that she and Dylan, you know, definitely still went to Europe, and then that's really all we find out at this point. Um, yeah. Because, well, yeah. Because at this point, she's talking about, like, how quaint it was, and they were in this little castle that had a tavern, and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because... Yep. Then, like, after that conversation, I think, as we get the jump cut to the next morning of, like, everyone's all bleary-eyed and, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And Brandon goes to take Brenda back to Beverly Hills so that she can head off to college. Yep. And they go to the Peach Pit one last time. And that's when we find out that of Nat's little homage to them um, where he <laughs> put Laverne's honey pie on the menu, which is adorable. And I love that. But then what I don't love is that he framed Brandon's shirt. Um, I think my favorite part was that Brandon was like, why is my shirt up there? And I feel <laughs> like Nat was just like, oh, did I mention you're fired? <laughs> right? Like, is he not going to work there anymore? I almost expected Brandon to, like, see the shirt on the wall and then, like, look down to check if he was wearing it. <laughs> is that new? Like, is that Wait me? a minute. <laughs> And then immediately after, he's like, but if you need a job, and I feel like Brandon should have been like, yes, I still need the job. I still have. Right. Just because I go to school doesn't mean I don't need money. <laughs> yeah. But I one thing I noticed, though, is that Brandon, this whole, this whole episode is all about the, like, open shirts with his little wife beater underneath and, like, his little side of his wispies, like, his little chain. He's all about it this episode. Our little baby Brandon's growing up. Mm-hmm. He's not just an alcoholic gambling addict anymore. <laughs> He's a college boy. Jeez. Oh, he can be whatever he wants to be now. Um, At California University. Lord. I just want him to have a mullet again. <laughs> <laughs> not too much to ask. I mean, I feel like, to be fair, that that's what, like, freshman year you do. You do something drastic that, like, you're like, oh, my parents would never let me dye my hair purple. Or, you know, my parents aren't around to tell me to get haircuts anymore, so I don't. (laughs) Yeah, for all we know, Cindy made all of Brandon's haircut appointments. (laughs) Oh, she definitely did. Like, I can just think freshman year, I know so many people who got tattoos, who dyed their hair, who tried growing facial hair. Mm -hmm. It's just what you do. It is. Yeah, I I wore cowboy boots for an entire year. (laughs) As you should have. Just because you could. (laughs) Yeah, I felt really cute. (laughs) I bet you were. I think so. Maybe. (laughs) 
But then, like, yeah, all of this is happening. And then, like, he drops Brenda off at home. He gets back to the beach and then is like, oh, let's clean up. And everyone else is like, no, let's eat breakfast. Yeah. And also, did Steve pull a bikini top out of his shorts? Did you guys I, notice that? Oh, my God. I missed it. Like, it was a brief little thing. But I want to say Celeste was like, I'm going to get bre-. Or maybe it was before Celeste came downstairs. Yeah, it definitely was. Because Brandon was like, you know, you really are lazy, aren't you? And Steve was like, oh, it's a lifestyle. I don't know what he said. And then all of a sudden, he's he, like, pulls a bikini top, I think, out of his shorts and just tosses it to the side. <laughs> and I was like, huh. Celeste. Maybe. Oh, it was Celeste. But like I I really think that Steve is very much a like look but don't touch. Like I think he will flirt, but when it comes to the point of like actually cheating, I don't think he would do that. Hopefully not, because Celeste is too would. good. Celeste would, is too good. I wanna believe he wouldn't. Yeah. Like deep down he's a good boy, right? <laughs> That's what we keep thinking, and they keep trying to tell us he's not. (laughs) They're like, just look at what might be six. You see that little nipple over there? Oh, he's saying something racist, but the nipple. (laughs) It's like the distraction. (laughs) He's literally just like moving his shirt while he flirts with someone, so we're just like distracted. He's just like moving his shoulders to get his like wings to like move. (laughs) It's like, wait, wait. (laughs) It's like, stop that. Yeah. Be better. <laughs> I will not be distracted. Mm-hmm. And Andrea is not distracted because she's going over to Mr. Meyer's house, who apparently lives on this like super famous person beach. Yeah, or like, at least walking distance. Right, like in Malibu on a teacher again on a teacher's salary. I don't know what what's her name, Maggie. I don't know what she does. True, but she must be raking it in. Mm-hmm. Like. That's his sugar mama. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird, though, because, like, they make Mr. Myers look young by shaving his face and giving him, I guess, like, not teacher clothes. And, like, I don't like it because it makes it look too much like they could be a thing. And I don't like right? that. Right. And I think that's what they were going for is, like, look at the chemistry between – now Gil, we just call him Gil now, mm-hmm. and Andrea, and he's giving her so much shit about her not going to Yale, and it made me so mad. But you know what he didn't say? Why did you drop out of <laughs> Yale? <laughs> Man, if only. That would have been, like, this whole time, that could have just been Amy Sherman Palladino making a Beverly Hills 90210 reference. <laughs> It this whole time. So good. <laughs> and like the creators would have been like, what the fuck? That was a horror thing. <laughs> <laughs> like just the Yale. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, every time someone says Yale, I want Yale. It's two syllables. Always will be. <laughs> Always will be. Never not. Yeah. And yeah. He's like giving her shit for her being like, my grandmother is sick and I don't want to be six figures in debt. And he's like, well, I wrote you a letter. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, you write letters every year. Also, no, that didn't get her into Yale. She got her into Yale. Yeah. And then he like doesn't apologize at all and says, you're an easy target. That's why I like teasing you. That's basically saying 
you're easy to bully. So I don't want to work to bully somebody else. I'm going to bully you. Right? Like, it's honestly, you know, the twisted mind that I have from all this media that we watch, that's when I was like, oh, they're like trying to show chemistry between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like the, the playground you, thing. Yeah. Boys pull your hair when they like you. Mm-hmm. Which is wrong. And we shouldn't put up with that. We've talked about that on this podcast before. <laughs> Many times, probably. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I just ugh. I didn't like that he was in the episode. We just don't like him. We don't No. He's no. the worst. And then like they do this little cut back to Minnesota because Brenda Cindy came with Brenda to get her all moved into the dorms and I guess like grandma picks them up and then I didn't write cousin's name down because she kept saying cousin Brenda. <laughs> yeah. and I was like stop. No one does that. I don't say cousin Emily. Yeah, I know. No Can one you does imagine? that. Like, I would love to just start calling all of my relatives by their relative name first. So I'm like, <laughs> Sister Erin. <laughs> like, I guess Mother, like- <laughs> mother Linda. <laughs> oh my God. If I called my mother, Mother Gloria, she'd be like, You get the fuck out of my house right now. <laughs> I know. Never. <laughs> my mom would look at me and probably be like, daughter Caitlin (laughs) (laughs) no my mother would not tolerate that and like it sounds weird and it's funny because you say like Aunt Karen yeah (laughs) you don't say cousin Brenda oh my god (laughs) tell me about Beverly Hills you're so right hold on are you like having a moment (laughs) yes because we do the only relatives that we say they're the relative name is aunts and uncles. I mean, sometimes like Grandpa Joe or whatever, but like there's so many I, other names for grandma and grandpa. But why? Why do we say Aunt Karen and Uncle Jim? And like, I was just thinking like, yeah, because so my aunt, who's like my aunt by marriage, her parents, I would call Grandma Lola and Papa Joe. But my grandparents are just Grandma and Grandpa and Bubby and Zadie. Yeah. Like, I don't say – I would never say Grandma Mary Jean. Can you imagine, like, a three-year-old <laughs> trying to say Grandma Mary Jean? Oh, yeah. It was hard enough for my sister to call my grandma grandma, so she called her Ma. <laughs> I'm like, that shit sticks. I know. My dad's grandpa name is AC because my niece couldn't get it down. Yeah. my uh, For most of my cousins, my grandpa's name was Bud. Yeah. Like, you're not calling someone Grandma Mary Jean. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do we do it for aunts and uncles? I just, <laughs> now I need to know. <laughs> so, funny story about grandma name. Um, <laughs> you have like, 17? So you yeah. do? <laughs> no, um, it's not even me. It's my cousins, the um, my cousin Emily and all of her millions of siblings. They have two grandmas, whereas I had a grandma and pop pop and nana and pa, but they have grandma and grandma and pop pop, and then I think they have another pop pop too. <laughs> so they have grandma Rose and pop pop Jack, who are my grandparents, and then their other ones also. I love that though. See, that okay, so maybe that's it. You have so many aunts and uncles. Like if you have multiple, that is like that's what you do. Because yeah, I had. Like I said, Grandma, Grandpa, Bubby, and Zadie, and then Grandma Lola, 
And I probably could have called Papa Papa, but I already called Grandma Lola, so Papa Joe. Also, that's just adorable. I know. It fits so well. I love grandparent names. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My aunt and uncle go by Saba and Safta because that's Yiddish, I think. It's either Bubby and Zadie is Yiddish and Saba and Safta is Hebrew or vice versa. I think it's what I just said. Mm Mm-hmm. But they go by Saba and Safta. And I was like, I wish I had a Saba and Safta. Yeah. I'm my whole family is just the boring, regular United States version of everything. I don't have any cool any cool names. Oh no, my I think my dad wanted to be grandpa and then the other one called grandpa first. Nice. Which is like the first time I've seen like calling names. Oh, my mom's done it. Like with my sister. Like <laughs> My mom was immediately like, what do I get to call – like, what do your kids get to, get to call me? And my sister's like, I don't know. You can pick, I guess. And, and <laughs> she picked. She picked Nana and Papa. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, they – the other ones called it. So my brother was like, well, you guys can be Bubby and Zadie. And my mom was like, I will never be a Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, my dad was like, okay, I can live with Zadie. And then he got AC. That's so interesting. Oh, is it just because that's, like – how That's just where she it? got it. Yeah. yeah. And then That's like cute. it stuck. Like they were like, this Aww. is cute. So this is what you are now. Mm-hmm. So cute. Yep. My Aunt Kathy is, I think they call her Marmy or something like that. Aww. And then I think uh, my Uncle Bruce is probably Papa or something like that. I think it's adorable. They got all kinds of cute, unique shit up there. I feel like Papa's a really fun one. I like Papa. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, my kids are going to call her grandmama. (laughs) (laughs) You have to teach them in the accent. They have to be like, grandmother. Yeah, like say every, like, like just say, grandmama, can I have some water? (laughs) (laughs) Is, is that the accent that they use in Princess and the Goblin? Um, I think they definitely use that in Anastasia. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, grandmama. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be what I'm thinking of. I want to have like a cool aunt name because like now my sister's having a baby. So like like, I'm totally cool if I'm not Aunt Caitlin. I want to be something like cool, but I don't know what that is. Like, unfortunately, a toddler has to decide that. (laughs) Yeah, I think think I'm Aunt Airy. Yeah. Because they tried to do – yeah, they tried to do anti-aerial, and I was like, that's too long. She's never mm-hmm. going to do that. Yep. Even now, like, sometimes she sees me, and she's like, are you Becca? <laughs> like, who the f- Who's Rebecca? <laughs> it's her other aunt that she never sees because we live a million miles away, and there's a pandemic. But So my cousin's son, this is the last story I'll do anecdotally. Uh, my cousin Adam, he, like – with his son he he would tell his son like who like I'm Caitlin and Nate's Nate and then but for some reason Aiden his son got Nate Nate out of it like Caitlin he got fine but then Nate is Nate Nate and so now my cousin Adam (laughs) calls Nate 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 every time he sees him my cousin's like 40 years old or 38 years old like and he still he calls well he's always called me Katie Lynn for some reason and so that's yeah that's cute too it's so uh, it's katie lynn and nate nate that's that's who we are <laughs> that's adorable that's adorable john's yeah. 
John's nephew got our names, no problem. But Brianna is Nina. And she's not Aunt Nina. She's just Nina. That's cute. Like, I like I'm, that. I'm Aunt Ariel. He's Uncle John. She's Nina. That's cute. Like, stop. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> Anywho. Minnesota. Cousin Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Like, they have all this conversation in the car that, like, I did not pay attention to. But, yeah, it's a lot of, like, global warming's a real thing, Mom. Yeah, sure, whatever. Totally. Like, Which we always friend- knew Cindy was woke. We always knew. We always knew. I also love every time Grandma's like, you were so scared. You broke out in hives. And she's like, no, I didn't. That's my <laughs> sister. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. It's so real. It is real. Yeah. And then, yeah, because they get to college and she's like, you lived here? And Cindy's like, yes, I lived here. (laughs) And then Darla Hansen shows up in a blazer. I know. Homegirl is is like, she reminded me a little bit of Paris Geller. Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. But not in personality, just in looks. And I was like, ooh, Darla exists. All right. I know, and I love that she was like, these are all the people that are, you know, on our floor from our middle and high schools and all that. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. I know. I like it. She's getting all her little friends back. But then, yeah, they all just want to know about California. Well, yeah, because her cousin keeps grilling her about chain restaurants like Planet Hollywood and <laughs> the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> She's like, have you ever been to Disneyland? It's like, like Yes. Disneyland isn't even the best one. Disney World is better. Also, just ask anybody else. I'm sure they've also been to Disneyland. <laughs> right. Like, that's the thing. Just fly to Orlando or California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to finish out the Brenda storyline, honestly. I'm totally fine with that because, I mean, honestly, not much else happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to sign up for classes that night. They ordered a pizza, which is adorable. They're all talking about their stuff. And then Brenda's like, oh, I, you know, wanted to sign up for acting classes. And everyone's just like, don't people usually go to California to sign up for acting classes? I was like, maybe, but like, uh, this is what I want to do. Uh, stop <laughs> shaming I, me. Like, I, seriously, <laughs> like, I love that they're like, do you know any famous people? She's like, I lived there for three years and went to high school. No. Yeah, I kind of liked her little, like, outburst where she was like, it's my best friend's brother, which was in reference to Samantha Sanders. And like my, and then she's like, my um, boyfriend drove a Corvette. A, yeah, that's right. My boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend drove a Porsche and most of my other friends drew BM, drove BMW convertibles, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that gives them enough of the, like, California experience or whatever, but it doesn't – they care more about the place than Brenda. And so yeah. she was just like, I'm fed up with this. This is stupid. Yeah, which I – honestly, I thought was a little interesting that she talks about how, like, you know, people judge her for being from California when she makes the comment of, like, all my friends in California are super stuck up. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> But yeah, she has this little outburst and it's kind of a perfect little monologue for her and her little like kind of raspy voice. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I think it's it's before they move into the dorms, I think, grandma drives them back to her, her old house and they're like, it's just how I remember it. It was 
three years ago. Yeah. And she's like, I kind of want to see my old room. I'm like, nobody does this. <laughs> like, but yeah, yeah like, so yeah, they like go back to uh, the old Casa Walsh and she just gets a little reminiscent and I don't know. It was whatever. And then they make it back to the dorm and uh, Darla was like waiting for her, which is super sweet. Like that. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, I thought you might change your mind to go to the Kappa party. So I stuck around and Brenda's like, oh, well, if you're making an effort, maybe I should too, you know, in her head. And they leave. And then we get the uh, the best scene, in my opinion. <laughs> the five rings in the dark. No one's there. No one says anything. And then they're not picking up. So That's too British. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Pepe love you. <laughs> I feel like I don't know what that was. <laughs> but okay, how did Dylan get Brenda's dorm room number? How does anybody get anybody's phone numbers? Like Why Brenda called know? the beach house. I mean, Kelly called the beach house from the car. From Europe. Like, what did she do? Call home and be like, Mom, I need the beach house number. Wait, we're smarter than this. They used 411. <laughs> <laughs> Like, right? I just, I just don't understand. Like, uh, I think it was like last week, my mom misplaced her cell phone and she's staying with my grandma. My grandma has a landline and she called me from the landline and was like, your number is the only number that hasn't changed. It's the only one I know. Wow. I I felt very flattered. I was going to say, you should feel, my number. Yeah, you should feel special. You know, like at that point, I like held the phone away and I was like, John, this is why I tell you to memorize numbers. Same. I told Nate, he still fumbles. I'm like, bro, we've gone over this several times. <laughs> it's been a decade. <laughs> yeah, we're like, know my number. Seriously, we're going on nine years of being together. My number hasn't changed, and yet you still fumble over those three numbers in the middle. Yeah. And like, I think about it, like, my number shouldn't be that difficult. I won't say it out loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just you guys gonna, can look on your phones. You can say it. And we'll just do those dolphins like we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I cut that out so no one's going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of things that no one's going to know what we're talking about, Caitlin, I found a BuzzFeed quiz to say what SpongeBob character you are. Did you get Squidward? No, I got Plankton. <laughs> I got Mr. Krabs. <laughs> like, that's how I know that this quiz is broken. I need to get it to see if I'm Sandy. Oh. Like, we're, but we're clearly not enemies. <laughs> True. I and feel like, like I'm going to get, like, Mr. Krabs' daughter or something. <laughs> oh, no one likes Pearl. You are not Pearl. <laughs> it can happen. You are not Pearl. I refuse. How do you feel about salads? I love them. Shit. Well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but so the reason that Dylan is calling Brenda, we find out pretty much like in the next chronological scene. Like We'll skip over Jill slash Jenny Calendar for right now because Mm -hmm. I got a lot to say about her. But – this is about when uh, Kelly is going with Donna to help David find an apartment. 
And so David just like walks away and he's being a total asshole because he's stressed out and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Kelly tells Donna, she's like, oh, everything I said last night about France isn't exactly what I made it out to be. And then she gets really mean and is like, everyone smells terrible and they never shower. And then Dylan broke up with me. Or we broke up because Dylan didn't get into Berkeley and left. Which he pulled like the ultimate Dylan, like which is why every girl is always insecure like of dating him is because he just like up and vanishes. He's like he gets something bad happened to him, doesn't talk about it. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then he just ditches, doesn't say anything. And I mean, I I guess they haven't like because I think Kelly literally says like Dylan left without saying goodbye and we haven't talked since or something like that. Yeah. Like I don't remember who came up with this joke long after Dylan was a character, but Dylan embodies the when life gives you lemons, fuck the lemons and bail. Yeah. Like Like, that is Dylan. Dylan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When she says they broke up, I was like, color me shocked. Mm, that yeah. Dylan refused to talk about his feelings and the girl he was with broke up with him or, you know, mutual whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I mean, because that's and the thing. Like, if Dylan didn't break up with her, she probably would have because she was miserable too. Yeah, and then at the end of the episode, he calls Brenda, not Kelly. Yep. But yeah, they're at the beach. Uh, they look at some two-bedroom apartment and she's like, oh, we'll take it. And apparently, like, she's just going to live with him and bail out of the dorms with Donna. And then the landlord's just like, well, if you like this apartment, you're going to love the three-bedroom that looks exactly like this upstairs. Which, how much is this? Like, they never talk about how much it is, except that David can't afford it. Well, and this doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no one in real life is like, I just happen to have a three-bedroom available with beautiful views of the beach right above the apartment you just looked at in the exact same layout, but at a bedroom Mm -hmm. in your price range. You can live there. They don't look at it before they take it. Like, that's what I mean. You know, you're talking about a fire. I'm talking about a flood. They're going to (laughs) get up there, and it's going to be infested. Yeah, true. Very true. And they're probably not going to be able to afford it. And then the Martins are going to find out, and there's that whole thing. So, yeah, weird situation all around. I know exactly what apartment they're getting, though, because it's the infamous one. Um, I mean, it has to be. I've seen pictures of people like, oh, I'm at the beach house. It's got to be that one. Yeah. I'm so excited to be surprised because I have not seen it. Oh, good. (laughs) Yay. But, like, I do love – that they're at the peach pit later and like you know they're talking and first of all once again David is being an asshole but Donna's just like my parents are moving to Texas oops yeah like I know you know we could talk about this later I know somebody messaged us and said Mm -hmm. that like we will see Dr. Martin again But if they had not messaged us, I would have been like, we're never seeing anybody again. Yeah, like that was just like telling us so we don't have to think about them anymore. (laughs) Yeah, she was just like, oops, they'll never find out that I'm living with David. But we're going to leave it open in case they do. (laughs) Yeah. I'm still going to lie about it just because. I know. I love that she's like, they said I can live at the beach with Kelly. And then David is, yeah, like, totally shocked. And is like, I can't believe you didn't tell them about me. It's like, bruh, like, you probably should be encouraging this if you want to sleep with your girlfriend. Like, Have you met Felice? <laughs> <laughs> she's 
the worst. Mm-hmm. You should feel really good about lying to her. Yeah. Also, if that three-bedroom really looks like a two-bedroom, they can just pretend his room is a closet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Mary, I don't remember if you've seen New Girl. Have you? A bunch of it, but not all of it. Okay. In the first season when Jess goes down to the landlord to try and get him to fix stuff, and she's like, the four of us living in 4D, and he's like, there's four of you? And then he comes back up, and (laughs) Schmidt has to pretend he's someone else, and he's like, goodbye. (laughs) that's what i'm picturing here and then he goes and hides behind a chair (laughs) that's what david would be like he's like i'm just visiting it just reminds me of when we lived in woodstock and we weren't allowed to have five people living in that house but we did anyway and um we were like no Alex doesn't live here. He just gets his mail here. <laughs> the classic get your mail sent somewhere else deal. <laughs> oh my god, that was such a good house. She hated us so much. <laughs> she almost had a reason to. I think almost. She, I think she definitely had a reason to. That's amazing. But good yeah, times. I mean, and I mean, that's basically them. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the end of that. So, like, mm-hmm. the only storyline left is the actual beach house that people are staying at because, like, Andrea goes off to do whatever her thing is. Everybody goes to breakfast. Brandon decides to go in early and start cleaning up. And then he picks up a toaster oven in the middle of the living room and just starts, like, pulling things out of it. And then a woman comes running out of the kitchen holding mace at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to mace me? You're crazy. I'm not a burglar. I just look like one. <laughs> and then, yeah, like the other two run in and, you know, Steve reveals, oh, no, this is Jill. I know Jill. She's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I jumped to conclusions. But, like, no, she didn't. Well, and also we get the, like, perfect mention of Emily Valentine. He's like, do you know Emily Valentine by chance or are you Emily Valentine <laughs> yeah. or something? Are you related to Emily Valentine? I was like, wow, mm-hmm. Brandon. Because I I will say I have made a conscious effort <laughs> because I listened to a podcast that talked about this, about not using the words like insane and crazy and all that kind of thing because it is technically disparaging of, you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. Like why use those words when you can use other words? Sure. And so, like, obviously this is 1993, but I'm just like, ooh, Brandon, don't do oh, that. Because yeah. he says, like, insane, crazy. Well, and like, then he says, are you related to Emily Valentine, who legitimately has mental health issues? Right, right. Yeah. So like, that's not great. Sir, maybe don't. But then it's like, during this conversation, um, Steve and Jill start, like, reminiscing on their childhood, I guess, because they have known each other forever. And I guess this is when was this when she was like she taught me how to French kiss or something? No, that's later when they're eating bagels and it's so stupid. But at this point, like he does go over and hug or kiss on the cheek or you know something like that. And then she says that she was coming to the house to surprise her father and didn't know that there were going to be house sitters. And Steve is just like, oh well, just stay here with us. Mm-hmm. And that's when Celeste starts looking like, I'm sorry, 
Yeah. You're inviting another woman into this house with us. Which, side note, Celeste is gorge. Like, she is so beautiful. She's too good for Steve. She's very pretty. She is so pretty. So she has nothing to worry about. Well, but at the same time, like, when you're that age, I totally get it. Oh, 100%. I would react the same way. But if I also looked like Celeste, maybe I would be like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but it all comes down to, like, self-confidence, right? Because, like, totally. I'm not sitting here being like, well, I'm beautiful and I felt this way. But, like, there is definitely, like, boyfriends I had in high school and whatnot that I was just like, I'm sorry, you're talking to another girl? Mm-hmm. Do you hate me? Yeah, you don't love me. Yeah, but totally. yeah, Celeste looks, and I put this in italics, capital J, jealous. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because then it's a later scene, and they're talking about bagels, and she's all, ugh, these aren't New York bagels, and New York bagels are the best. And which you is grew a- up in LA. Get yeah. over yourself. Yeah, and then they talk about the French kiss thing, and Celeste is like, all right, I'm 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 leaving because this is uncomfortable, and so she goes in the kitchen to get another bagel because they're delicious. She I likes know. these bagels. I love that she even says that. She's like, I'm going to actually get another bagel because they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she goes in there. Steve goes in to talk to her. Steve is like, what are you doing? Like, you have nothing to worry about, la, 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 la. And then she says my quote of the week. I knew it was going to be your quote of the week. Yep. It's, if you ever want to be with me again, just remember where your bagel's buttered, buddy. Really good, like, tongue twister there at the end. (laughs) Would you like us to assign someone to buddy your muffin? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's like, first of all, it does a few things. Number one, it shows that Celeste is savage, and I love it. Number two, it shows and confirms that Steve and Celeste definitely have sex. And then number three, she don't take no shit. So, I mean, I know Donna is an angel on earth if there ever was one, but Mm -hmm. I feel like Celeste needs a moniker like that. I agree. Yeah, she's – Celeste is very – I mean, she is angelic. Like, I I do actually think of her, like, as a very angel-like – angelic person but i'm trying to think of something that's like not an angel because that's donna we'll come up with it by the time we release this yeah it'll happen she's very (laughs) (laughs) she's like galadriel in lord of the rings like my god no this is perfect yes because galadriel he offers her the ring and she gets like that super scary moment and she's like no i passed the test yeah she's a queen She's like Kate Blanchett, just long hair. Well, she doesn't have that long hair, but she's just, she's celestial. (laughs) It works. (laughs) It works so well. That was beautiful, and I loved it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're so welcome. She's a celestial being among us, if I can Mm -hmm. build on what you have brought to this table. Please. You have offered this up, and I have accepted it. Willingly. <laughs> but yeah, so Celeste is great and she provided my quote of the week. And then it doesn't even matter. Technically, we find out later, but that doesn't, you know, uh, devalue her feelings. Mm. Is Jill is sunbathing topless. And Steve is like, this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> 
And then she, like, you know, puts her little, like, wrap thing, fake top on, and she's just like, but how about Brandon? And I knew it. I I knew it was going to happen. I was a little afraid that we were going to get, like, um, rage Steve, you know, where he, like, is like, why do all the girls go for Brandon and not me, you know, and get all jealous over that, but he didn't because he's got a girlfriend. And yeah, no, he's just like, oh, Brandon, he's right over there. You see the weirdo wearing tennis shoes on the beach? Yeah, go get him. (laughs) I know. And then he's just like, Celeste, my love, my beautiful woman. Let's go for a walk on the beach. Let's let these two weirdos Mm -hmm. do whatever. Brandon will eat her face and she will complain about bagels. Oh, my gosh. I love – I would love if he goes to eat her face and she's just like, what are you doing? I am not a bagel. (laughs) This is not how this happens. This is not how you French kiss. Trust me. I I taught Steve. Have him tell you how it works. (laughs) Oh, my God. And the idea that they were just like, he was 14. I was like, that's just weird. Mm -hmm. Stop. I don't care. I think – That's it. I mean, like, you know, other story, other story, other story, Dylan in a phone booth by himself talking to an operator. Mm Mm-hmm. Episode over. We done. Oh, sorry. I think we actually didn't talk about when Andrea goes over to, like, truly yell at Mr. Myers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it. I just like the fact that she shows up and is like, you're going to hate me after I say this or, you know, whatever she says. And then just like gets over herself. And he's like, oh, come eat a meal with me and I'll tell Maggie to set another space. And yeah, apparently he's engaged. And I think we're still only barely halfway through the Mr. Myers episodes. God bless America. We need to get out of the Myers phase like pronto. I really thought we would be done with him after last season. Mm -hmm. I just feels like the list just keeps growing instead of like finishing. I do not care for him. (laughs) I know we, we really don't. Okay. So what I've decided, because I just had another thought is that what I should do is not reveal my quote of the week to you guys until the very end. And what we should do is you tell me your guesses and then I'll tell you if you're right and then I'll reveal it. So I'll just be like real, you know, deadpan about any quotes. I'll write multiple quotes. I'll make this a game. You're going to give us a Can I tell you my guess that wasn't this one? I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. How global. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That is good. That was close. (laughs) Are you ready for this? Uh I I have a reveal for you. I was wrong. We are almost done with Gil Myers. All right. One more episode. It's even better than I could have imagined. I was expecting you to be like, we only have eight episodes. (laughs) (laughs) We only have three more seasons of Mr. Myers. (laughs) He's the Feeny. Oh, God. Oof. He could never. He could never. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So next week, I'll write down a bunch of quotes. I'll pick the one I like, but I won't reveal it until after I've heard your guesses. I like this. I like it. I like it a lot. So did you grade this episode? B plus for bagels, beach house, 
And I didn't write down a third thing, and I should have, but I just got bagels and beach house. Boom, Boom. Mike. Oh, Mr. Boom. Yes. Buddy Boom. Yes. Mr. B. Mr. B. He was there. Yeah. What about you? Um, I did not write a grade down. I'm going to go pretty bold here. I'm going to give it an A-. Ooh. I First of all, I loved it. It flew by. This was it like did. the fastest 45 minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. Celeste was here. Mm-hmm. Mr. B was here. <laughs> and a Buffy character was here. That's true. That was like the trifecta. It was fast. Mr. Boom showed up and Buffy was present. Pre- I present. have a fantastic <laughs> reference. Yeah. So I don't actually have an A uh, address. Apartment hunting. Apartment. A minus for the infamous apartment that I don't know anything about. But that we will know more about later. That's good. I like it. I'm going with it. Word. So, I mean, how long is Brenda going to stay in Minnesota, though? I don't remember the number of episodes, but I will I'll freely give a prediction of three more episodes. Why would you drop out of Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota. I was trying to figure out how to put the accent in there and I was like I'm too I'm too far into it. Why would you drop out of Minnesota? Why? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I try so <Good>. hard. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. You see that Bears game? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh Anywho, I think we have uh some shout-outs that we could do. We definitely do. I know we have at least one. All right. So while you're looking up shout-outs, next week's episode is called Swoopy Bangs? The girl from New... <laughs> <laughs> close. The girl from New York City. That's very close. <laughs> I don't I don't actually think Jill has Swoopy Bangs, but it's Jill. Mm, it's yeah. Jill. In this episode, she reminded me so much of Veronica Lodge. Ooh, okay. I don't know why. Uh, because Veronica moved from New York to Riverdale? Yeah, and she's just hot with dark hair and to be fair like not that veronica lodge eats carbs because i refuse to believe veronica lodge eats carbs but picture veronica being like i'm sorry this is not a bagel (laughs) (laughs) you're wrong i can and then too easy she would be like i'm gonna have my favorite store backs sixth avenue send bagels (laughs) Backs Third Street. Because <laughs> that's what Riverdale is. All right. Y'all ready for some shout outs? I am so ready. All right. Looks like we got some shout outs to handle, some correspondence. The first is a message on Instagram from KC Okoro. Apologize if I pronounce that wrong, but she says, Love the podcast. By the way, we will see Dr. Martin again. He's a cardiologist and we like him. So that's good to know that we like him because we don't like Felice. 
I mean, I do feel like I liked him in the episode. Back oh, when yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a traveling surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. We have another shout out. It was an Instagram comment from Jam Design Shop. It says, Love your podcast. I have an hour commute to work each day, and your show makes it bearable. I'm rewatching the series. Just started season three. Sigh. I love the Brenda years. As do we. As do we. As do we. Like, the idea that people call it the Brenda years, and I know it's coming to an end, honestly fills me with dread. I know. Like. I know. I... I know some point in season four, we're going to be like, I can't believe this is 32 episodes. But right now, that means I have 31 more episodes of Brenda. Mm-hmm. And I'm for it. I mean, in all honesty, like, when I first watched the show eons ago, I don't think I liked Brenda. But watching it now, love her. Like, love her, love her, love her. Could not love her more. So... It is interesting just because I probably watched it when I was in high school. So just seeing the difference, you know, that Lord um, 14-ish years can make. Which, like, kind of blows my mind. I wonder if I would have liked her when I was in high school. I know in high school I was watching Charmed, Mm -hmm. which, you know, Shannon Mm -hmm. Doherty was also on for three years before unceremoniously being killed off unfairly, in my opinion. But I understand there's shit I don't know about but I loved Prue hmm. she was so good I rewatched the show when it hit Netflix and after like three the season three finale when she dies I was like well I guess I'm done <laughs> the show's over <laughs> the show doesn't continue I actually did abandon it I have never finished that show I think Nate watched some of Charmed weirdly I think he liked it should Nate and I start a Charmed podcast probably I'll listen to it. I would too. I would be so curious his thoughts because you would be surprised at how unemotional he can be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's what we're going to do. Nate and I are going to have a charmed podcast. You already have the setup in your house. So he and I can start right now. That's true. And then you're going to sit in the room while he records it. And just, like, shout your opinions. <laughs> Nate, say something else. No, I got I to gotta get, like, away from the mic. Hey! <laughs> Remember when that happened? That made you mad. It, it didn't make me that mad. It made you so mad. <laughs> You're going to have, like, Bluetooth headphones just so you can listen and be like, No, Nate, I know it. I was there. But – you say when I – for some reason, you say I like something or I say I like something once and then you say I love it. Yeah, because you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it would go. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for those shout-outs. If you guys want to tell us anything more about other characters that we have completely written off that we will see again or people that we should like and that we may have no feelings over uh you can let us know on twitter and instagram at back to podcast and of course you can uh hit us up on email too let us know what other behind the scenes stuff you got any fun facts or just anything that you'd rather type out in an email than put on a social post and you can do so at back to podcast at gmail.com
That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to be super public about how wrong we are, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to leave us five stars. You can share us. You can, you know, subscribe, leave a review, whatever you want. It's all in your podcast app. (laughs) Did we get worse? (laughs) We may have. I was just about to be like, there's buttons. Push them. <laughs> Literally, we used to be like, five stars, please. We're like, if you want to leave us five stars, I mean, <laughs> we know we're not great. So just do what you want. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. <sighs> so we're good enough. We're good enough. Fine. <laughs> And we are from Back to Podcast. I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>